You're listening to the Smart Gets Paid podcast with me, Leah Niederthal. I help women land higher paying clients in their B2B consulting and coaching businesses, but I've never been a salesperson. My background is in corporate marketing. And when I started my first consulting business, I learned pretty quickly that it's about a thousand times harder to sell your own stuff than it is to sell someone else's. So I taught myself how to do it. And I created a sales approach that feels comfortable, makes you feel confident, and that works consistently. And now I teach women how to land higher paying clients in their B2B consulting and coaching businesses. So whether your client contracts are $2,000 or $200,000, if you wanna work with more of the clients you love, do more of the work you love, and get paid more than you ever imagined, then you're in the right place. Let's do it together. Welcome to Smart Gets Paid. Hey there, Leah here, and welcome to this episode of the Smart Gets Paid podcast. So I have this friend who runs a business kind of like mine, and she is so smart and so awesome. And we talk nearly every week and we bring our business problems to each other and help each other figure it out. And it's stuff that for both of us, somewhere deep in our brains, we already kind of know it, but sometimes you just need someone else to tell you or get just a different perspective on it. And that's what she does for me. It's like all of a sudden something unlocks and I can move forward. We actually sort of joke that like, why don't you just for a week work on my business and I'll work on your business and we'll solve all the problems, right? But having a friend like that, having a peer group is so important. And I was thinking about that as I was putting together this episode, which I'm so excited for you to hear. This one is a little different because in this one, you're not just going to hear me coach someone else. This conversation comes from one of the live coaching calls for members and graduates of my signed program. In this program, every other week we get together and tackle the business and client and sales questions that these women are experiencing. And they all have the shared language of the signed program. And even though I'm helping sort of work through sales questions and make sure that whatever next step they take in the sales process is the right one, where the magic really happens is in the collective genius of this group. So somebody asks a question about how to approach a particular, say, client opportunity, or, you know, maybe they're facing a new sales situation. And the next thing I know, one of the women is weighing in because she used to work in that industry. And another woman is weighing in because she faced a similar situation and here's what worked for her. And another woman is weighing in because she's hearing something in the client's response that, you know, clues her into how they might be feeling. And all of a sudden you have this incredible depth of knowledge that is brought to bear to give you help. It's really, really cool for me to watch as a coach. And one of the conversations that happened recently was also just incredibly cool to be a part of. And I wanted to share it with you because the initial problem that one of the members brought to the group is a problem that a lot of women tell me that they struggle with around pricing and how you talk about price when you're in a conversation with a potential client. So you're going to hear one woman sort of pose the problem and two other people weigh in to answer it. What you need to know is that all three of these women sell their services into companies. One of them focuses on corporate mental health. Another offers very high-end fundraising consulting for nonprofits. And another offers communication training for midsize and large companies. So I want to thank these signed alumni for graciously allowing me to share this conversation with you. Take a listen. And at the end, I'll come back and share a lesson that you can apply to your business. 
So, all right. So what's going on? Leah, we talked about this when we did my implementation call, but I need some help with pricing. I am not very good at asking for what my work is worth. And it's good because I identify that as a problem and knowing your problem is the first step to fixing it. But like I, like I was on a call the other day with a law firm who's like, they're ready to buy. They're just in the middle of, of deciding like what exactly they want to do for their people. And then as I'm like saying numbers, I'm like, you know, I got to like write up the proposal for them. And I was like, why did I say such a small number? Like that's, I should have asked for more, not just because I think they would pay it, but also because like, it would be more reflective of my value. I mean, I'm glad to see in the chat that I'm not alone, but I'm also like, I don't know what to do to get over this block. Leah, I, I took your advice on pricing my workshops. I, I increased it from what I was asking before because I'm not ready to double it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then the advice was to ask for more each time I ask for it. But I'm also like, these people are looking for like ongoing work and I really should have quoted a higher price because it's going to be tricky to raise it later. Well, I mean, you're a thousand percent not alone. And in fact, we've talked about, this comes up almost every call in some form or fashion. So for those of you who we've talked about this, I'd love to hear how you think about it. I can speak to this a little bit. This is, this is such a huge issue for me and it's an ongoing issue. And I just had an experience where I I quoted a price that was, you know, a bigger price than I've ever quoted in my entire life. And the client initially balked and then came back and and said, okay, we're going to give you your price. And so now that price has become my new sort of set point, right? So it, it makes me think back to back when I had somebody who literally flew across the country to work with me. And I did the thing that you never do, which was I quoted a price that was so freaking high. It scared, it scared the bejesus out of me. And I heard the words come out of my mouth. But if that's too expensive, then I can scale back the design and I can, you know, which like I never scale back the design. That's such bullshit. And so the client said, well, you know, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, it's all the same to me, but I'm sort of a middle of the road kind of guy. So let's just go for 4,000. So I lost a thousand dollars because I didn't shut up. Right. So I learned from that experience to quote the price and just shut the fuck up. So all this is to say, like, it's going to be uncomfortable. So at this point, you already know the price that you need to be charging for your value and to put the value that your clients expect to be paying because pricing tells a story, right? You need to be feeling a, a certain level of discomfort. Otherwise, it's not the right price. And so the price that you need to put out there has to make you uncomfortable at this point. So maybe you're not ready to make it 2x what it was. But it's still, it has to be a price that's going to make you uncomfortable. And so put that price out. It's going to make you sweat. Shut up. (laughs) And then that will start to be your set point. And then you start getting a new price out there that makes you uncomfortable and makes you sweat. Put it out there and shut up. (laughs) And that will become your new set point. And you will start to own that pricing, but it does take a while and be, you know, be gentle with yourself. You know, it's, it's okay that you're in this place that you're, you're at right now. That's okay. You know, you don't have to beat yourself up about that. And if you beat yourself up about that, then be gentle with yourself for beating yourself up. 
You know, it's like, it's all about, it all comes back to self-compassion. Everything, this is my golden formula. Self-awareness plus self-compassion is the key to everything good. Getting down off my soapbox now. I couldn't have said it better. I'm like, and I'm out. My work here is done. Everybody. It was a great TED talk. <laughs> yeah, thank you for my TED, thank you for listening to my TED talk. That was beautiful. Just to sort of pull out two important threads of that, I think one thing, just to paraphrase, it's like if you are waiting till you're comfortable to sort of raise your price, raising it is what will make you comfortable, right? Don't wait until you're ready because you're never ready. And one other thing that I think was really interesting is, you know, the fact that once you like got to this level and you said a price, which was like $15,000 or something that became your new set point. And I think that we anchor our own prices, right? So it's like, if you're charging a thousand dollars and going up to $1,500 seems like a lot, but if you start at 15, going up to 20 is going to feel pretty comfortable, right? So we've made the anchors. And so what if just for a fun exercise, you sort of gave yourself a little bit of business amnesia. And you said, if I was starting today from scratch with none of my stuff, you know, same expertise, but nothing sort of in place, what would I charge? And maybe let yourself have a new set point. So you're not sort of keeping that legacy anchor. And another thing that I'll add onto that is when you look at other people who are doing similar work, who might be charging more, you know, charging other prices. Are there people out there who are like, dang it, how are they charging that much? I wish I could charge that much. Are there people like that? And what do you want to be charging? Like, what, what do you actually want to be making? And, you know, pay attention to those signals because I know there are people out there that I'm like, wow, they're making that much money. There are also people out there that are charging a lot less. And those are the people that are like, oh, they're only making that much. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be charging that much. You know, don't pay attention to that. <laughs> That's just going to drag you down. But the ones who are making a lot and you're like, wow, I want to make that much. Ooh, pay attention to that. Right. How much do you really want to make? I'm so proud right now. Um, <laughs> all right. You were going to offer some thoughts as well. And anybody can jump in. You know, I have these brave moments too, where I'm like, yeah, I am worth that. And I'm just going to like, that's what I'm worth. But I, I found I was struggling in the moment when I, the words need to come out of my mouth, my mouth that say, when my fees start at, and then the number, I'm just like, like I lose bravery in those three seconds. Like I literally been practicing that. Like I'll write down the number on my paper before I go into the discovery call. And I'm like, whatever they say, I don't care what they say. I don't care what story they tell me. It's the number. And I actually did a good job at that. Uh, I had four discovery calls on Monday. I threw out a big number to somebody and they were like, okay, okay, that's double. Of what I <laughs> but wait, but wait a minute, less. like you were bracing yourself, right? I was, yeah, like, I was bracing right. myself. So like, I feel like the work is in the, do I believe I'm worth it? Or like, what story am I telling myself when the number comes out? Are they going to be like, wow, you're crazy. You're not worth it. You're a loose. Like, what story are we telling ourselves when the number comes out? Because we're all worth probably a bigger number than we're putting out. I'm like working about in that moment because I found like that's where I'm falling off where I'll say, I'm going to say my fees start at 20,000. And then on the call, I'm like, well, they start at 12. And I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> like, it's like, it's that moment. Another thing that I'll add is my big fear, I think, is that I'm going to get the reaction of, oh my God, you're fucking kidding me. I never want to speak to you again. Click. Goodbye. And that's probably not actually going to happen, right? That's my big fear. And I did have, 
you know, this, you know, I quoted $15,000, which just felt so crazy expensive to me. And the client did balk, but their balking was like, oh, I, I don't think my manager's going to go for that. Is there any way that we can come down to 10? You know, can we adjust the amount of time that you spend? He was looking for ways that we could do an exchange of value, right? And I had already prepared negotiation options and I just pulled that up in my Google Drive. And so we brought that into the conversation. And then as it happened, the manager was like, yes, we can give her the 15K. But, you know, going into if if you have that concern, you know, have your BAFTA's best, what is it? Best alternative for... A best, al- no, best alternative to negotiated uh, agreement. Yeah, your, have your BATNAs all ready to go, you know, have them listed out for yourself so that you know what you're going to say and just say, yeah, if you're willing to negotiate, be willing to do an exchange of value if you are. So, so you're prepared. What's sort of hitting you in the best way right now? Oh, like all of it. <laughs> it's all like just good stuff. Yeah, I think just like saying this is the number and this is what it is. Part of the challenge, I think, too, is that and I'm going to learn from this before tomorrow when I have other calls scheduled is that I had gone into the call with an idea of a program that I would like the the thing that I talked about in the group about how I was turning it into a thing that I would sell to companies as opposed to try and do a group program. And I hadn't scheduled aside the time or taken the time to like write out for myself what that was going to look like as a corporate program or where I was going to price it. And in the call, I set a number that after I thought about it, I was like, that wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And so it's tricky in so far as like... Is that the proposal uh, that I just did a review for? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said that should be more expensive. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, see? (laughs) Thank you for doing the review for it. Yeah, and it's funny because I sent it in. I think that was one of my comments on the forum was like, I'm pretty sure I needed to have asked for more money. I think this is the spot I'm weak on still. But yeah, I think like, I feel like it was closer to where a good price is, but I still think that I need to spend a little bit of time thinking through where I want to price these things and what they're actually worth. All right, there's a lot here. But one thing I want you to walk away with is what you heard about comparing your pricing to someone else's pricing. So I talked to a lot of women who see that other people are charging less than they are, and it makes them question their own pricing. It's really easy to look at other people and say, well, I can't charge more than that, or this is industry pricing or what have you. The thing is that how people price their own services, that's their business. That's not your business. So instead, look at the people who are charging what you want to be making and focus on them. And don't let anyone question whether you're charging too much, especially not you. Another thing I want you to hear in this conversation is that if you feel the same hesitation or discomfort in pricing yourself at the level you want, I want you to know that you're not alone. The women that you heard in this call, they've been working on this and it's still something that they're working on. And it's no wonder because the way that we feel about our value and our worth and what we can charge and what we can ask from other people, that's the buildup of years of messages that we heard as girls and women. It's the lessons that we learned early in our careers. It comes from messages about how women are supposed to be or the messages we internalize about money or how women are supposed to feel or act about money. And because of that, raising your prices, charging more, It's not something that happens just once because money mindset and knowing your worth is not a switch that you could just flip and it's done. It's a constant growth, a constant learning, and there's a lot of unlearning that has to happen. 
So if you are struggling with pricing yourself at the level you want or asking for the business or talking about price on calls with your clients, what makes all of this harder is beating yourself up. So be nice to yourself. 